When it comes to keeping your small business valuable information safe, Dell Small Business Technology Advisors can recommend tailored security solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage, networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. Running your own small business is a big challenge, but with the right partner, it's a lot easier. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800-085-4878. That's 0800-085-4878. This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Okay, everyone. So, welcome back to the show. Um, we have our special guest here, and I guess I shouldn't say special every time because uh, he's here almost every month, unless we really fuck it up and forget to have him, uh, which has never happened. Uh, this is our Not America correspondent from Not America, and presenting the Not America Report, Stephen. How you doing, Stephen? Hello. How are you doing, Austin? I'm good. Uh, there's only one of us over on this side, so it's kind of uh, well. It, it, it's um, it's quality over quantity, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose. Um, hmm, that's true. If it's quality over quantity, <laughs> we should do this more often. No, sorry, just kidding, Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so uh, how's everything over there in Brexit land? Oh, it's been very quiet, as you would expect in in the rest of the world. We you know. As usual, nothing much has been happening. Um, we've just all been just sat around watching what's going on in your country. Which um, is that like a TV is, show for you is, guys over there? It's like watching you know, what our country does. It 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 used to be in a way, but now it's become um, so far past what is believable. That uh, our country jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, you have done, and that's that's just left us going. Yeah. Nah, that can't, that can't be real. Whoever's written that is just <laughs> no. So uh, unfortunately, yeah, there's. Uh, it it used to be we had a really good opportunity to just sit and and laugh at what was going on in your country, but um, unfortunately, there seems to be repercussions elsewhere in the world, and there seem to be certain echoes of what's going on in your country happening elsewhere, and that kind of starts upsetting people. Because I mean, you you, you if you didn't live in your country, you wouldn't want to think that your country was going to then become like America. That's so. true. <laughs> That's a good point. <coughs> so, so, so speaking mean, yeah. of uh, speaking of things happening <coughs> in not America that I'm sure we've had some impact on, uh, what what stories you got for us this time? 
Well, I'll I'll blast through some some quick bits um, before we get to some of the main topics. But uh, there's been a few elections going on in different places in the world. I mean, Thailand's had an election which has uh, resulted in a victory for the military since they get to appoint all 250 of the upper house seats who then get to vote for the prime minister. <laughs> that, so, is a, um, that is a really stretched definition of election. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the military-controlled uh, electoral commission um, they stopped publishing the results, actually, partway through, um, and then took a few days before giving a final vote tally to say that their preferred choice had won. Um, and then they've decided <laughs> that, that the, the, the military who controls the police have decided to arrest the, the main opposition leader um, and charge him with treason. Um, well, for the, just, the just audacity be, of just, being the opposition the, candidate. Yeah, <laughs> for the audacity of, of, of opposing the government. Um, and now he'll be heading for a trial um, in the courts who um, are controlled by the military. So oh, that's, so that's quite sure interesting. Well <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. I mean, you know, it's not gone well over the border in Cambodia when that's happened. So I know it's um, in Thailand, it looks like it's following suit. But, oh, you know, they've these these general election things, you know, they they do result in some strange things happening. But um, sometimes you can predict it. I mean, as you know, you mentioned the other week in um, the Israel had had a general election, um, which is basically in Israel, it's a popularity contest for who is the most ultra right wing, racist, xenophobic, genocidal criminal. Um, hey, we that's how we do then, our elections too. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, well, the the. the the incumbent won, um, Benjamin Netanyahu, or um, I think you had different names for him. Um, <laughs> but um, but he um, he celebrated by deciding that he was going to um, rename the stolen land that he had taken from the Syrians um, years ago called the Golan Heights. Um, they were going to rename it um, after Donald Trump. Oh, my God. So um, I'm sure that um, Twitter had a field there as far as deciding what, what that alternative was going to be. Um, but, um, you know, strangely enough, it, it should be noted that the um, the the drilling rights for oil in the Golan Heights has gone to uh, Dick Cheney's um, wonderful company, <laughs> oh. as Halliburton. Oh, so, of course, of course. Um, that's, that's, which is a bit of a coincidence, really, but there you go. Um, but, well, luckily... Uh, in this country, we have strong opposition to Dick Cheney. Like uh, recently, Joe Biden just said that he's actually a pretty good guy, and he helped him a lot being vice president. And knowing the legal bounds of the office, which yeah, <laughs> which, which yeah, like, which yeah, I'm not sure Dick Cheney ever did know the legal bounds of the office. Really, yeah, um, it's like it's uh, it certainly wasn't a financial boundary. No, um, I don't think. But um, but yeah, the so. Not everybody seems to be very happy about Benjamin Netanyahu, though, because, I mean, he is still facing criminal proceedings with his own country. Yeah. And um, Spain has put out an arrest warrant for him, um, international arrest warrant um, for him for, for crimes, uh, international crimes. So um, I don't think that will ever be collected, but at least it's out there. Yeah, yeah, um, well. and, and the people who did put that out from Spain, I mean, because there's just been a, a, an election in Spain itself, and the government that was in place actually has been retained. Um, so it doesn't look like that's going to be reversed as far as a, a decision that's been made to actually um, pressure to try and get um, Benjamin Netanyahu um, in court in some respect. Um, but yeah, the Spanish Socialist Party actually, um, who were a bit centre-left really, to be perfectly honest, mm. but um, they, they won the most votes in the Spanish uh, general election 
Um, so they get to stay in, in government um, with 38 uh, more seats than they had originally, mm. which is good because yeah. they've increased they've increased their vote um, and combined with their uh, coalition partner, the, the left-wing Podemos, um, who won 42 seats, they've actually managed to um, increase the vote share for the left and um, end of the spectrum, which is good. It does mean that there's a, a sort of hung parliament situation where no party or coalition has the the full amount of votes in order to keep themselves in power. Uh-huh. But interestingly enough, the People's Party, which are the, the Conservatives, they had a, quite a drubbing and lost a, a lot of um, votes, almost half their vote share, in fact, um, which you know seemed to go in two parts, one to the far-right Vox Party and some to um, the Citizens Party who are centrist. So mm. the, the general trend in Spain, at least, is to, to go towards the left, which uh, currently isn't the case in your country, but hopefully no, it would be but, yeah. in the future. Well, I mean, um, there, was, there was a slight shift to the left, at least in the House of Representatives, in the last election. There was, thankfully, yeah. yeah, and hopefully that'll be seen through at the um, presidential election. It, it's, this this trend hasn't been realised in Finland, unfortunately, where the um, although the centre left Social Democratic Party um, won the most votes, it was only by um, by one seat they managed to become the the largest party. Um, the second largest party, unfortunately, is the Nationalist Finns Party. Mm. Um, the difference between the two parties was the 17.7 and 17.5% of the vote. Mm. So, um, thankfully, all the rest of the parties are saying that they're, even the, the Conservative parties are saying they're not going to go into coalition with the Nationalist Finns. So, oh, that's good. Um, there should be a, a rainbow alliance over there, to, or a minority government at least, to, um, to stop the... Uh, Finn's party having any form of power, which is a, a positive. But as I say, there was a slight increase for the the centre left party. So, mm. but it's not enough to actually make a, enough of a difference. But um, elsewhere, the the Slovakia has got its first female president, um, which is unseating a right wing incumbent. So that was a positive thing. It wasn't quite left, but at least it's moving in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a positive thing. Um, but. Reflecting how things are in your country, in the Ukraine, um, there's um, there's been an election as well, and the although the, the billionaire right wing incumbent president um, has been beaten, um, it was by a television personality, which is where it reflects your country, really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Unfortunately, yeah, our guy was both. <laughs> yeah, yes, this, this is it. They they separated the two yeah. things. Um, the, the winner was um, called Vladimir Zelensky, who um, got 73% of the vote in the end, which is a, a massive uh, amount when you consider. Yeah. Um, and he's the writer and star of a popular comedy TV show over there called Servant of the People, which is about um, an ordinary citizen who accidentally becomes president. Oh. Um, so um, <laughs> life imitating art is, has kind of happened over there. So mm. that's a bit of an interesting thing, really, because he didn't, never really had a lot of policies. Um, it, the people were just voting for him based upon his character on, on television, I think. So well, hopefully he we'll was well see how, how that. <laughs> Well, this is it. It's just have to see how that that pans out. But um, it is. I mean, that's that's as far as what's been going on with elections. But it doesn't mean there's not been changes elsewhere in other countries. I mean, Al- Algeria, their twenty year dictator has um, has ha- been forced into resigning um, due to demo- uh, democracy protesters. Oh. Um, and he, this eighty two year old authoritarian leader who's been severely disabled for like 
six years after having a stroke, but he was still going to be challenge- contesting the next election, which he would have won because there's, there's no real democracy there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, uh, and he changed the law to allow himself a sixth term, but it seemingly the, the protesters were, were too vocal. Um, so they managed to, to keep them from actually um, him becoming the lifelong president, basically. Mm. Um, and thankfully, the, the protests, not just uh, sort of over the border in Mali, which is in Africa, there's, um, the prime minister and the entire government has resigned due to vote of no confidence because of the protests against um, their failure to address um, the violence by Al-Qaeda-linked groups. And similarly, elsewhere in Africa, the, in Sudan, the I don't know if you've seen about this, but there's actually been... Um, a removal of the president there after protests by the people. Oh yeah, and the military. Yeah, yeah. the military chief who, who sort of headed this coup ended up stepping down about forty eight hours after it happened because there was such like resistance to him being there because he was too close to the crimes and the previous president, despite removing him. Mm. Um, and there's been a standoff going off for weeks now um, between the protesters and the. Um, the actual military, mm. um, and it's actually been led by um, what's called the, the Sudanese Professional Association, um, which actually is uh, the Sudan's leading trade union uh, labor organization. Which is a bit interesting yeah. really, because uh, the Africa isn't isn't maybe South Africa being the exception, but other African countries aren't known for having labor union. Um, organizations at the forefront of the politics, yeah, or um, at all. They seem to have, uh, <laughs> yeah, or at all, and they seem to have actually, um, actually taken hold there. Wow. Um, though, though it wasn't the labor union um, organizations that managed to get the president of Liberia out of office, but um, that was merely just a, a, a day long thing because he had to abandon his um, his his presidential. Um, office because it was infested with shit with snakes uh, which is you know a bit a bit more a bit more funny yeah. really but um but yeah so there's, there's people you know that that's it, it there's the regime change and the elections are you know going on a, a, across um the world in that way but some things don't change um, which is it brings us to religion oh boy really um because um you, you remember they used to have a a, a nazi pub um, before this one that we've got, that's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why this one is. This one's seen as being a good pub, yeah. because the previous one was an actual Nazi. Yeah. Um, well, he's he's in retirement, so he's still alive, and uh, he's decided that, that the blame for sex abuse by priests um, lies with the permissive sexual revolution of the sixties, <laughs> um, and and. And which, which you know, makes sense because, of course, there was no sex abuse going on institutionally like for you know centuries before that. Yeah, no, it all just not. started in the sixties, <laughs> doesn't it? So, um, you know, and, uh, the the Catholic Church, you know, is obviously deciding that it, it's um, it's that's the right way to point the the um, the blame <laughs> for this. It's it's easier and and uh, it's the permissive society and and everything, but. Um, you know, the Catholic Church has decided that they need to actually take an interest in um, what's going on with people's um, sexuality, particularly. And in in Spain, in Madrid, they're running courses to cure homosexuality. Um, well, I'm sure that'll go which, well. Which, you know, <laughs> well, it's, it, the, the one good thing of it was it, it prompted a headline that says, um, 
Catholic priests probed for gay courses. So um, <laughs> it's um, um, so um, the headlines. It, it, yeah, but you know, obviously, you know, at least they're they're not taking such a, a harsh line on um, religious intolerance of homosexuality as is going on in Brunei. Oh yeah. Um, where I think you covered it before that about the fact that now, um, uh, again, headlines be misleading about being, you know, it, to about gay people being stoned, um, which may <laughs> may have may have in the first instance may have piqued your interest, Austin. <laughs> but that was in, the original uh, title actually, for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, unfortunately, the reality isn't that. No. Um, um, I mean, it is about the podcast, the reality, but the, <laughs> the, the, in Brunei, it's not the reality. It's uh, now that there's barbaric executions um, by throwing rocks at innocent people because of their sexuality and um, other offences that actually get the same treatment and include adultery, rape and um, defamation of the Prophet Muhammad. But mm. um, strangely enough, there's, there's no, there's no offence that's, um, a capital crime for actually having sex with children. Which um, seems to be the theme in these, you know, groups, countries yeah. and societies where they love their religious rules. Yeah, the sex with children does never seem to be uh Yeah, a, it doesn't seem a to be a problem. To stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to say anything against the Prophet Muhammad. And you are allowed to have sex with children. Oh, I'm sure there's no link. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, but anyway, Instead of other countries, let's all let's talk about the UK because that's a much more interesting uh, situation because uh, um, that's where I live. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and you guys, <laughs> you guys have quite a bit of uh, interesting stuff going on right now. We do, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the other week about the WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange um, being arrested and hauled out of the Ecuadorian embassy um, where he'd been hiding yeah. um, for seven years. Um, due to asylum, um, but his asylum was taken away from him by the Ecuadorian uh, government. Um, so you know, they then told the British police straight away, so they could come straight in. Of course. Um, and you know, he was arrested on charges of skipping bail on um, for charges that uh, of rape in Sweden, which the charges for rape in Sweden have been dropped. Mm. So he's he's only the only thing he can be found guilty of and he has actually been imprisoned for a short amount of time is due to the um the skipping bail part not anything else mm. now as we all know there's interest from your government over there <laughs> Very who, um, much, want, yeah. to, want to want to prosecute him for his role in leaking the secrets um of the government um you know because they didn't want people to know about their international crimes against humanity and their rendition and, and such like. Well, um, I mean, it's it's annoying it was, when, you know, the stuff you've been trying to keep secret gets out there. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I can understand that there was, there's an upset from one side with it that um, it did put people's lives at risk um, because there was revelations about where these people were and, and their personal details so they could be tracked down. And I can understand that's not necessarily a, a, a positive thing. But then again, these were people that were, torturing people mm-hmm. uh, without any oversight and without any authority to do so. So it's difficult to see where you're meant to have the sympathy. 
I can understand the families of these people who might be implicated that might be difficult, but the actual people who are the torturers, that's a bit more difficult. Um, so, but, You know what's weird, though, is yeah. that our country is definitely taking a keen interest in him, but I'm not sure how the president feels about him, because on one hand, he likes that WikiLeaks released all those emails from the DNC right before the convention. Like that's the thing that he liked a lot, but lately he hasn't been so positive about WikiLeaks. No, <laughs> so no, I think it's 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 all right when you're revealing other people's secrets, yeah. but not when you're releasing Trumps. Yeah, that that um, all of a sudden becomes I a think, little more <laughs> thorny for him. Yeah, yeah, I I think I don't know. I, it's something I've noticed, and I don't know whether you have noticed yourself because you might. It's it's possible that you've you've overlooked mm. it. But it seems like um, Trump doesn't apply the same rules to himself as he does to other people. You know, that's that's a very good observation. I have, in fact, noticed that myself. <laughs> 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 and I've, um, I've brought it up a couple of times. Uh, yeah. But I, it is I mean, an issue you know, we need it, to flesh out a little more. But yes, I've noticed that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I mean, you know, you, it's there's just there's things like, you know, how often you go play golf and um, whether you're actually make, committing crimes while you're in the White House and, you know, the, that, the full gamut of what's going on, corruption and um, colluding with foreign powers uh, and such like and not actually winning an election but taking office. and yeah. It's it's, um, <laughs> it's a thorny issue, but seemingly... Um, Trump doesn't want to play it by the same rules he expects other people to. Yeah, so, even when those rules were yeah. set by him. <laughs> yeah, although you know, it, I think I think that, that your country does have an interest though in in Julian Assange still. Which um, I mean, it's 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 a bit weird that um, the same day that um, that Julian Assange had his um, his asylum stopped was the time was the day when um the u.s controlled international monetary fund they agreed um a 4.2 billion finance deal uh, with ecuador and the u.s controlled world bank agreed a six billion dollar loan hmm and there might not be not be any link between yeah. ecuador getting all of this free money and sure. then deciding to, to give up <laughs> um but well, that's funny, though, because that's uh, it's, actually a it's... discussion I had, and I can't remember if it was on air or not, but I've had this discussion um, with Tom where, because uh, he said, do you think they'll go after Snowden next? And I'm like, well, the thing is, Snowden is in Russia. And, I mean, America's been trying to economically sanction Russia and squeeze them already, and they're not doing a very good job. <laughs> had they, though? Have they been <laughs> well, trying? That's a good point, yeah. But even if they did, like, Russia, I think, will be okay. Whereas Ecuador, yeah. it is much easier to manipulate them to get to them influence. to do what you want because yeah. you have so much leverage over, you know, this is so much more powerful. And I was like, so I think I doubt that Snowden, you know, they'll try to go after Snowden the same way because they just don't have the leverage over him, over that country. And to be perfectly honest, it's, it's not about actually um, – Getting the people who committed the perceived crimes—it's about the the um, the propaganda of it—and oh, yeah. and the only they only need to actually have one of them for that. They don't need to have all of them. So, yeah. um, 
doing that with Julian Assange would be enough to perhaps perhaps you you do it round about the time when the um the presidential elections are happening oh, of course yeah um yeah. which is why nothing why there hasn't been any extradition request yet oh yeah um so it's the only thing that'll screw that up is if the amount of time he um his committed to court over here for the bill skipping if he gets out and manages to go somewhere else before they manage to actually extradite him to the states then um that will screw up their carefully considered planning on it well luckily but, we know the trump administration is really good at um planning things so it'll probably be okay for them <laughs> yeah i'm sure um that the, the the various people who are in these top positions within um, your government and their, the people who will replace them and the people who will replace them and the people who will replace them because obviously... Oh, we can't have, by the time yeah, this all, can't have one person too long. But, yeah, by the time, time it comes across, it'll be like sort of fourth generation down from what it is now. There won't be the same people in charge, um, except Trump. So um, what will happen then, as I say... It would be difficult to see, but whether they actually managed to make political capital out of it in time to benefit Trump uh, with his support base is um, what I suspect will be the repercussions of this, which is why it's worth um, worth including here, yeah. because obviously it's not just not just worth you knowing what's going on elsewhere, but this is something that could potentially uh, impact um, your own elections in the near future. That's true. That's true. Yeah, um, and you know you want to. Do what you can to make sure you uh, no longer have the leader that you have. Yes, we'd um, very much like that. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd like that as yeah, well. And lots of people. Are. She, <laughs> lots of people. Yeah, unfortunately, she seems to be hanging on um, over here. Does our our perceived leader, um, who doesn't seem to be able to um, to lead uh, very much? Yeah, uh, lead. She can't even lead a Congo line. I don't think. But <laughs> well, I've I've heard um, that uh, after. Pretty much everything fell apart. Then she finally reached out to Labour and Jeremy Corbyn. It's like, do you want to talk about this? <laughs> I'm sure he's thinking. Well, I've been wanting to talk about this for like two years. <laughs> yeah, right at the beginning, he was he was ready to to talk about it. Um, the problem is that she she they had the the failure of her own plan to get through, um, which. She decided, as I said before, about bringing back repeatedly, and then wasn't allowed to really. Mm. Um, Parliament had a had a opportunity to try and take back control of the whole Brexit situation and have a series of indicative votes that meant that they were decided in what the next steps were, rather than she did. And one of those was a new referendum on a, on any deal. Mm. Um, one of them was leaving without a deal. One of them was having a, a Norway style ag- agreement. One of them was the Labour's plan where you keep within the single market and the same customs deal. Mm. And that latter one was the one that came closest to actually passing, but it did actually fall short by three votes, um, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and which it, which it turned out wasn't really a major thing because almost immediately Theresa May was saying that she wouldn't have actually 
obeyed whatever the indicative votes by parliament had decided. Oh, so, <laughs> um, you know, so it kind of, you know, made it a bit of a, a whitewash. And then she, she tried to bring back her, her, her deal, but with without the Northern Ireland bit in it, which was a contentious bit, but then it just left a gaping hole that people weren't willing to support it with this gaping hole in it, really. Mm. Um, so she still failed because they were going, well, that's an incomplete deal. You bought a shit deal before, and now you bought an incomplete yeah. one. Um, I mean, beforehand, she did manage to, to persuade some of the, Tory um, MPs to support her, um, more along the lines of the fact that she, you know, because not because the deal was any better, but it's because she promised to resign if the Tory MPs voted for it. <laughs> um, but um, either either not enough of them um, wanted her to go, or uh, and in preference for having a bad deal, or enough not enough of them believed her bullshit that she was actually going to stick true to her word. Um, they decided not to support it. So that's why the, the failure um, provoked um, discussions that basically that Theresa May had offered to fall on a sword and had missed, really, yeah. <laughs> um, which was, you know, just shows her incompetency because she's... I was going to say, it sounds like a very Theresa May thing to do. Yeah. I mean, she, you know, she's she's she only keeps such incompetent people around her because it makes her look slightly better. But, yeah, not much. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, no, not much better, no. And, and the the MPs obviously realised that she wasn't going to be um, be able to um, get anywhere with what she was doing. So um, they actually voted to, to have a binding vote on delaying Brexit, which took us past the, um, the 29th uh, of um, the last month, which, you know, was... Uh, of well of May, which was um, sorry March, yeah. which was meant to be meant to be Brexit Day. Um, it just then it was just decided that that was going to be postponed, and that it's been postponed again since then. To be perfectly honest, um, oh, that's right. Which means yeah. that now, yeah, I mean now now we'll be um, we'll be leaving the if it, everything goes to to the schedule, we'll be leaving the EU on Halloween. Um, <laughs> Which um, that's fitting. which which is which which is interesting because uh, of course um, that's um, that's that's the day of the dead I believe yeah. so um, which you know you can write your own headlines yeah. there I think um, but yes as you as you said before Theresa May is now in discussions with um, the Labour Party and it's now in about the fourth week of that without you know with occasionally there's somebody saying oh yes it's going very well but then saying well have you actually reached agreement on anything and i'm going nope <laughs> um i mean that it's it's a bit surprising like you said that you know she's she's got to this stage now where she's decided to invite the unelectable terrorist sympathizing communist czech spy putin collaborating anti-semite jeremy corbyn into negotiations <laughs> with her. um but um but you know his his deal um, or the Labour Party deal, which he's champion, it seems to be the the, the most supported deal. Mm. So if she just come on board with it, then it would get through. Um, but you know it, it doesn't seem to be stopping that there's there's a civil war um, breaking out within the Tory Party and her own government cabinet of of ministers. Mm. Um, it seems to be there's there's there seems to be two different sides within this her, her cabinet um there's on the one side there's those that want her to to resign immediately um and there's those on the other side that want her gone even sooner than that <laughs> um so um she she's just had to sack her defense minister um 
because he um, he decided to try to make political capital out of leaking um, some politically sensitive documents that were uh, related to national security oh um, and, bro- and broke the National, Se- uh, national Security Act, um, the Official Secrets Act, um, <laughs> which is a criminal offence, um, and he had to... to and she had to sack him, and he, now so now he's outside the government looking in, and he seems to be uh, bringing out various um, weapons in order to try and actually attack her in the media. So that's going to go go even worse for her than it, it should be first. <laughs> and within the Conservative Party itself, the MPs have been discussing to see if they can do a rule change so that they can usurp this idea that they can only have a, a, a um, leadership um, no confidence for once a year they're trying to change the rules now that's that's how bad it's got that they like the vote more often (laughs) yeah they they want to change the rules so they're not restricted to doing it just just once a year this is the first time they've ever considered changing that rule and for people who are conservatives who like to keep things as they are that's the stage they've got to changing their fundamental rules to remove their own useless um (laughs) and and this you know this is this is it. I mean, you know, it, they realise that they're they're in the shit. I mean, the, the, we've just had local elections over here. In most places in the country, we've had a, a local elections um, for councillors, yeah. um, you know, city councillors and out in the county, county councillors and stuff. So it's not been MPs, it's just been the, the councillors. And um, the majority of those seats were already held by the Conservatives in the, in the first place. Um, they held roughly half of them, I suppose. Mm. But um, it's it's ended up being that the there's been a bit of a seen has been a backlash um against the main two parties. Mm. Um although it hasn't really been about this is what it's been portrayed as in the media that that both both major parties have 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 suffered um and it's not really the case because the Labour Party has lost four percent of its councillors. Mm. Um, the Conservative Party has lost twenty four percent. Yeah, yeah. So that that's not a similar number in my my um, my understanding. Yeah. But um, but it seems to be that you know the the Labour Party has won in certain areas and taken seats from Conservatives based upon the local issues, the fact that fighting against um, the austerity um, idea and and which is um, where they've won and where Labour have lost is where they've been sort of more centrist Labour councils where they've been carrying out the austerity um, on behalf of the Conservatives. So that's kind of a lesson to be learned, but it seems to be that it's been paraded around as being a verdict on, on, um, on Brexit. And uh, the difficulty is, the difficulty is that um, probably should explain that um, councillors over here, um, city councillors and town councillors and and the county councillors, they have as much influence over Brexit as you and me. So uh, people people voting based upon on being able to um, put their verdict on Brexit and influence the Brexit th- deal that's going yeah. on when they're voting for people who have nothing to do with it whatsoever um, is either showing massive ignorance amongst the voting public or the fact that it's um, it's just very lazy journalism. <laughs> yeah, which um, um, yeah. which I'm more inclined towards the the second, either lazy journalism or um, intentional misleading. <laughs> Um, but talking to Jeremy Corbyn, just two final bits on Jeremy Corbyn. Um, now, the, the, they've managed to um, 
have the Labour Party under Jeremy Corbyn has managed to take a, a, a lead in the um, poll for what Westminster voting would be as far as government. Mm. Um, and they've taken a lead over the polls of, of 30% to the Tories having 20%. And usually they're around about the same same figure just sort of banded around. Yeah. But now there's, you know, there's a, there's that there's that third of a difference between yeah. the two, um, which is is a decent amount. Um and uh, none of this has been harmed by the fact that uh, the poll rating has not been harmed by the fact that Jeremy Corbyn has said that when Donald Trump um comes for a state visit in a few months' time, he's um he's declared that he will not be attending the state dinner in honour of um Donald Oh Trump. wow. Um, because he said you shouldn't be honouring a person like that who is a misogynist and a, a you know yeah. um, a sex a sex offender and um, who um, is a climate change denier yeah. and uh, you know supporter of the right of right wing militancy and he's he, you know he's he said and it basically then had a domino effect that a lot of the other uh, major party leaders were saying exactly the same so I think the only major the only party leaders that will be at this um dinner um uh, whoever replaces Theresa May and um the leader of the DUP which is the sort of collaborative right wing nutters up in Northern yeah. Ireland um so um and the other good bit of <laughs> the other good headline that I saw recently in in the news was um was Corbyn and Ocasio-Cortez in socialist plot talk <laughs> Um, that's that's a good headline. <laughs> yeah, it's a good headline, and what it stems from, um, and this was actually um, in one of the left wing um, newspapers, um, and it, it's it's because um, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez she put on Twitter um, that she was um, at some community garden thing that she was doing when this um, and doing this um, vegetable plot, I believe. Yeah. Um, and she was, and she was put out there just on Twitter, you know, about asking people advice about what should be planted and how to tend the things and and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And Jeremy Corbyn replied with some genuine, actual, real, practical advice, yeah. um, <laughs> which you know shows the level they're both yeah. on, where they're actually, you know, just they they can t- you know they can communicate on that level about just actually just putting some crops in the ground. Yeah. And um, I thought this was just hilarious where you've got, you know, you've got people who are meant to be on the same side at the top level who are actually in government, can't agree with each other, such as, you know, Theresa May and Donald Trump. And then you've got just a, a lighthearted think, discussion going on about everyday thing about, of, of tending a yeah. garden between between two people who are seen as being a, a danger to their own countries. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Just wonderful. I wish I'd got a, a, a you know a picture of the headline to actually be able to put on on Twitter because it was hilarious. That is pretty funny. Um, to see that this this is going on. That um, I just I thought you know that's just a very Jeremy Corbyn thing to do. Just go and give us give give somebody um, some advice based upon you know how to tend a garden because yeah. um, he's you know he's known for having an allotment and uh, making his own jam and stuff. So Are they? obviously. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is uh, is is following her in his footsteps there. Oh, so yeah. hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully that's the way we're going to go. Oh, that's hope. Um, in future, <laughs> with that kind of, kind of communication, and um, they can have a word about healthcare and a few other things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh man. <coughs> so, um, so I think I have one more question too. So, 
uh, let's say hypothetically that they were able to remove Theresa May from power. The the conservatives, yes. not a not in a general election. Yeah. Who would they yeah. have taking over for her? Well, this is this is the this is um, the theory out there amongst a, a number of people that um, that the reason why it hasn't happened yet um, and her being forced informally to step down um, is because there's too much. Um, rivalry going on within the Conservative Party of them actually, you know, different people trying to sort of shore up their own support base to be the contender that when it does happen, they're, they're the front runner mm. and they have enough support from from a standing start. Um, obviously, Boris Johnson has always had his eye on that prize. and, Ooh, and that's but he, Yeah, he... but. There are people who are even more right wing and and disgusting in the government. Who you know, there's, it gets banded around. There's a guy called David Davis who was the Brexit secretary who did such an awful deal. He quit in disgust at the lack of progress, even though that was his fault. Um, <laughs> Quitting uh, in disgust of how bad a job I did. <laughs> yeah, which is a very conservative yeah, thing is, to yeah. do. Um, yeah. Um, and Boris Johnson, um, he's he, as I say, he's always had his eye on mm. the ball. There are various people around who who talk about this almost comedy figure, Jacob Rees-Mogg, who um, is like a Victorian gentleman who um, wants to forcibly kick children down um, down mines and f- shove them up chimneys. He wants to, you know, that's the kind of. Um, He's like a Victorian villain from some school yeah. book, um, and and it looks like looks the part as well. And he's and unfortunately, it's the same with him as it is with Boris Johnson. That some people are seeing him a bit more as a comedy figure than the actual real threat that mm-hmm. he is. Um, but whether I don't think he would garner enough support either. I think to be honest, neither would uh, Boris Johnson or David Davis. I think it'd be one of these um, these lesser-known characters that don't have the baggage associated with them. And previously, you could have said somebody like um, Gavin Williamson, who was the Defence Secretary that's just had to leave for breaching the Official Secrets Act. It's those kind of people that you don't really know a lot about um, but are in the powerful positions that would would come come to the fore and actually end up being the dark horses that would would come, come, you know, be the, the agreed... Um, compromise candidate. I mean, that's what that's what Theresa well, May yeah, was. That's what I was going to say. Isn't that how she got a job in the first place? Yeah, yeah, that's how she got to the yeah. job. She wasn't the front runner, and and you know, it was there was too much of um, Boris Johnson and um, some of the others who was stabbing each other in the back, um, as you do. You know, they were, and which is you know how they how they, the system of how they work. Yeah. Um, they. They were too busy stabbing each other in the back, and it ended up being that the support base split, and then they they couldn't support each other. So the only person they could support was somebody who was actually a Remainer, despite the fact that everybody else in the running was was a Brexiteer. Um, so it's it's predicting who would take over um, is massively difficult because they're so split. It's almost as if it's every man for himself. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, so, hmm. It's uh, hopefully. It, I mean, the difficulty is again. It's be careful what you wish for because if if we did get rid of Theresa May, we might get somebody who's just as evil but actually competent. Yeah, I know we have the same worry. You know, all these people want to impeach Trump. Which, I mean, if you read the Mueller report, 
that probably is the consequence that should befall him. But if you do, <laughs> you have Mike Pence. Yeah, yeah. Mike Pence, who it was got less visible baggage to yeah. him, and and it's less. Although he's he's got the whole Christian fundamentalism and the homophobia and all this kind of attached to him, um, it's it's more difficult to get sort of um, points scored against him. Yeah, but the thing is that he also doesn't excite people, so it is kind of a. It's it's a very difficult spot to be in because it's like yes I think, but if he got to be leader the 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 point is that if he got to be president he would be much more effective at being evil than Trump is yeah because <laughs> Trump is such Absolutely. an incompetent yeah. buffoon, but I yeah. also think I mean, that Mike you know, Pence would be easier to defeat in an election than Donald Trump. Yes, because he he doesn't have the the personality he doesn't have doesn't collect that following. I guarantee um, you so now there's tons of Trump like supporters that. who don't even know who the vice president is. <laughs> oh yeah, well you know there's 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 tons of Trump supporters that don't even know how to read and write their own name, <laughs> so it doesn't surprise point. me. Um, um, they do know who their sister is, though, because it also happens to be yeah, their well, mother. I mean, but, you got um, you know less roles for people. It's just consolidation. It's easier. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot easier that way. Yeah, um, you know, you you go and talk to them, and they want to introduce you to their their sister and their brother and their and their, their cousin, and it turns out it's yeah. all one person. <laughs> you just but, say hello um, <laughs> to one person. But, it's, but absolutely, you've got to be careful on what you wish for and the, the, the tactics of actually when to remove somebody like Trump. If he was removed, it'd have to be done at the right time. Um, but as you know, better than I do, the chances of it happening because of the way that the, um, particularly the Senate is stacked, it's... It's it's not likely to happen. No, it's it's um, basically impossible. Yeah, because the Republicans just uh, will not budge. It's not like it was, you know, when Nixon was impeached or he was about to be impeached yeah. <laughs> ended up resigning before he yeah. was impeached. But yeah. but anyway, Stephen, uh, thank you. So what? So what? Oh, just just yeah. while I, just before you get yeah. onto that, um, there's I heard the the um, the houses, both houses, had actually approved to say that they were stopping support for the war in Yemen. That's true, yeah. And 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 that Trump had decided to veto that. Yeah. Um, now, am, am, I right, am I right that there needs to be a, a, a certain percentage of the House's vote to overrule that veto, or can it not happen at all, overruling No, veto? you can, yeah. It has to be, um, well, it's different for each one. I think it's... It's something like 65 senators. I think this one will go back to the Senate for reasons I don't remember. <laughs> but there mm. needed to be enough senators to override the veto, and it just, there was not. And it's crazy because right. there was enough to pass it overwhelmingly, even in the Senate. Yeah. And, and it you- just, they couldn't, they wouldn't, it was the politics of the situation. They wouldn't override his veto. Like, yeah, I was going to say, do you think that was because they wanted to actually be able to say that we um, made a stand on this, but they didn't actually want to have the responsibility of, of enacting it versus the criticism they would get from their support base for um, sort of confronting and the president, yeah. I suppose, that, if that's the that's politics. Yeah, right. I think okay. that's basically what it was. It's that they didn't want to go on record voting against, uh, you know, basically voting to support you know, how horrible things are going in Yemen. Mm. But they also don't want to be on record opposing the president, who, despite nationally being very unpopular within their 
constituent base it's is very base. popular. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you can't. They were trying. I think they're. It's the saying you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. I suppose. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it's it's um, unfortunate, but um. Anyway. Right. Well, that explains that. So thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> and thank you, Stephen, for yeah. coming on. Um. And I I love how we finished the Not America Report my favorite way by talking about America. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, this is the thing. Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes I I I do try to have um a a good awareness of of the world and and particularly the the developed world. And sometimes I do pay attention to your country as well. <laughs> and um, there, there are sometimes questions I have um, that I just can't quite get my head around. And I thought I was right about this overturn the veto thing, but I just thought I'd take this opportunity to ask um, because I, it was one of the gaps in my knowledge, as it were. Yeah, well, it's, um, but, it's yeah, tricky. Like Because even then, there's other systems in places like there. Like there's a filibuster, they could filibuster the vote. Like if they, if there was you know enough a coalition of conservatives who wanted to stop the override, they could have um, done that. So it's there's a whole bunch of arcane rules that nobody really needs to know, and it just means that there was a time in my life when I had too much time on my hands. That now I know that. <laughs> well, I I know I know it's not common knowledge with these things. I mean, I remember um, having this discussion um, with some people who you would think, you know, union representatives over there when they were, I was at a joint joint um course thing and the the questions getting asked about your government, about what what needed to be done, um, I was answering questions that the majority of the people from your country couldn't actually answer. Oh, yeah. It was a bit bit of an odd situation to be in that it's almost as if there's been a in intentional desire by the system to actually keep people uneducated about how the system works. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's crazy. Yeah, if people knew like what it took to actually get things done, I don't know. Well, in this case, they actually might be more discouraged. But in a lot of time, in a lot of cases, I think it might actually empower people to go, "Okay, this is how we need to do it. Let's organize." But there might be people who wanted to change it, and that would be dangerous. Yeah, that's it? true. Yeah, but anyway, or, or at least, or at least, set up a podcast yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, Stephen, and telling us all about not America and some bits about America. Um, no, it's my pleasure, and do pass on my regards to um, to Tom. Um, he was missed. Yes. Oh, that's right. Tom wasn't here. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's gonna. I know he'll listen to this because he always does when he's not on an episode. So I just wanted to get a couple of those jabs in before we go. But um, if there's anything you want to plug or Anything you want to say before we uh, sign out, then it's a good time to do that. Just the usual, which is, you know, people do um, carefully consider joining a union, um, paying into your Patreon, um, and if they want to hear more of me, they can um, look up the Real Britannia film podcast where I review classic British films with a friend of mine, Cold Scott. Very nice. Which actually, I have listened, and it, it's a very good show. I know Tom uh, has trouble getting interested in anything that has to do with. Film. Well, we did the life of we've done we've done the life of Brian recently, so maybe he would have. Um, oh, that he might that actually one. be interested so. in now. I'll be sure to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so. thanks again, Stephen, for coming on, and uh, no I guess we'll kick it off to Twitter time, which is coming after this, hopefully. 
later in the edit. Wink, wink. <laughs> and uh, all right, sounds good. Thank you very much. All right, okay. it's recording. Sweet. I'm recording right. as well. Go ahead, go for it. Okay. Welcome to episode 113 of Dumb All Over, recording from Pennsylvania <laughs> and just New York. This just, is no, a. Just, no, what? just keep going, Tom. Go ahead. What? what New York? This is wait. But well, I'm just mean? saying this isn't exactly a normal episode, and that most of it's already been recorded what, what, without uh, you. What do you mean? I was yeah recorded without me. So this is not this is not the beginning of the show. I pull up all these no. stories for yeah. n- n- really. Oh, so what are we doing right now exactly? <laughs> why am I? Why why am I here? Well, if that's a good question, I thought <laughs> I should bring you on for our closing thoughts, which I thought would be interesting since you didn't oh. get to hear the rest of the episode. <laughs> so I was curious what your closing thoughts would yeah, be. I didn't even. Hmm. Well, you know what? Since you're dragging me into this podcast, I mean, Wouldn't be the first. Time. If you find, if he feels <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, if you you're okay with recording without me, hey, that's fine. That's fine. Well, I didn't but, say I preferred it. Um, even if I, I did. Eh, you know what? I I feel I feel left out. So I think this is a perfect time. Oh shit! I know to he's do something. Do. What do you think I'm going to do, Austin? No, because if I if I'm wrong, then I'm going to give you the idea. <laughs> oh yes! It's Twitter time! <laughs> God damn you! Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'll keep pretending that I didn't know there was more recording before this and I'm angry. Rawr. I'm not angry. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh we'll talk more about that in the after the show stuff. Um okay. No, but for real, it's uh, it's been a while, so let's let's do a little Twitter time. We did ask a question or not the we asked the question if you have questions. Um, a little while ago, and we got a couple things. Are you ready, Austin? I'm ready. Are you sure? <sighs> yeah. Are you positively positive about being sure? Uh, I suppose. Okay. Um, <laughs> we don't have a poll because oh, fucking, I feel like putting a poll up. Uh, so I can never think of what to do for those anyway. Oh no, no, nah, me neither. Yeah. Once in a while. A little stroke of genius shows up, but very, very rarely, very rarely. Uh, okay, let's. This is okay. This one, that's an interesting one to start with. Uh, this first question comes from at Gomer forty six, Weary Pirates, friend of the show, Weary Pirates. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, former friend of the show, I should say. How many ping pong balls can Tom fit in his mouth? <laughs> You know, that's a good question. Out of all the questions that anybody could come up with, that's what you want to know? Is how many like, ping pong like balls? One. Yeah? Okay. Well, that's part one. And then the second part is oh, also... The second part? 
There is, yeah. Uh, okay. Also, would be curious to hear your guys' opinion on Andrew Yang's basic uh, universal basic income plan. So we can definitely talk about that. And we'll talk about the ping pong balls too, because fuck it. I think the ping pong balls is more of a pressing matter. Is it though? Because <laughs> ping pong balls are pretty big. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I've never actually tried this. And if I had ping pong balls, I actually totally would. I'm not gonna lie. I just. Uh, how big is a ping pong ball? Like. Yay big! I'm I'm also nine on camera, so like like that is a little. I small. think so. Yeah, mm, I don't think it's quite that small. But they're hard plastic, so I don't know. Uh, is this incorporating me chewing them down or like whole ping pong balls? Mm, mm. That's a good question. I know. So because of that, I guess we can't answer the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's three. I've tried it totally on my own. It's three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also would be curious to hear you guys opinion on Andrew Yang's uh, universal basic income plan okay go Austin I know uh, we've talked about this maybe not on the show but definitely off the show for sure oh, we've definitely talked about well we talked about universal basic income I don't know if we've talked about Andrew, By Andrew Yang's. Yang's yeah we might yeah. not have so what do you think about his plan um well, I mean, it's it's basically along the lines of what you've heard for universal basic income. Mm -hmm. Except? Um, but I believe his plan calls for either cutting or eliminating um, the other social safety nets, which is where I think he and I would diverge paths. Because I think that's the... Really, that's the conservative solution. I know. It's it's a very bizarre this, thing. Yeah. It's like you have on one hand, you have this extremely progressive uh, idea, uh, one that both of us supported. We I think we did. You did a bigly topic on this at one point. I you did, know? yeah. But then on the other hand, you actually have the worst possible way to fund it. Meanwhile, our, our military spending budget is uh, so astronomically large. That if you take the next nine nations and combine their spending budgets, it still doesn't surpass ours. Man, it's true. But you want to cut Social Security and Medicare to fund this, but not yeah. the military budget. You know, that's where I'm like, why? And yeah. I hope, I, I don't know if he's qualified to make the first debates or not. I hope he does. Because I'd like him. I think him, he is. I think he, he is. He yeah. is? Okay. Yeah. I'd like for him to talk about this, and I, I'd like somebody to press why he chose that. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Hmm, I I'm not sure he does call for cutting Social Security and Medicare, but I believe he calls for cutting um, SNAP, the food stamps. Um, okay. Probably Medicaid, I would guess. Okay. But I don't know. I have to look. I haven't read. His yeah, I haven't read too to much color. into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, Austin. Forgive me, because I've had to read the the Green New Deal. I've read through the Medicare for All bill. It's like, I can yeah. only take so much like legislative writing. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. And I, it's not very exciting. <laughs> all in all, I like the idea. I think that's a fantastic idea, if yeah. correctly implemented. Yeah. Um, but drawing the money from any kind of social program not not for not for that especially yeah. when there's other ways that you can do that so that's where i kind of stand on that i do want to hear him talk more about it though because i'm too lazy to do my own research so andrea talk about it please uh okay that's good yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. next question uh this one comes from a good friend of ours 
Uh, used to be called War Trout, but no longer War Trout. Ron is wow. now Mega Ron eighty nine. <laughs> okay, that's about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which you can also check out Megaron89 on twitch.com. Which I imagine is why he changed Megaron. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually has two questions. Um, oh, okay. What is this, like a two-question theme? I guess so. No, no. <laughs> After this, it's no more, just one <laughs> more. Uh, so it's music-related on both. So I'll okay. read the first one because I think that's a good setup for the second one. Okay. Why does Tom hate the talking heads so much when they've given us such wonderful experiences as nothing but flowers and... <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I accidentally, accidentally went into a coma. And Psycho Killer. Okay. That's, I think, somehow Ron answered his own question. By naming titles of songs. Well, not only that, you've talked extensively about why you don't like the talking heads. I don't yes. think yeah. I don't think we need to go over it again. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> if, know what? If, we if might. you want to listen, Ron, there's like seven <laughs> episodes where he's talked about this. Just go back in the back catalog yeah. and listen. You'll find it. Yeah. I mean, me. it, I, I'll, I'll sum it up. They're a trashy band with trashy lyrics, with trashy music. Um, yeah, they're just a really terrible band. Top three least favorite for sure. For sure. I think the other ones that round up that list are like a Def Leppard and maybe uh, maybe like a Journey. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Sticks. Sticks might be close to that list. I I really find the Sticks music just unbearable at times. Uh, Um, when When are the times when it's not unbearable? You know what? I like some of their early stuff sometimes. Like that, they have like this like little medieval kind of theme to some of their songs. And uh, okay. interesting. I think off of the Grand Illusion, there's a song called Castle Walls. I remember liking that a lot. I wow, probably, you know way more about six than I was expecting. There okay. you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's my extent, Austin. <laughs> I mean, I know it. they have a song called The Grand Illusion, but that's yes. about where yeah. I. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's where I peek out. <laughs> so they there was this website. I think it's still around. It's called Last.fm. It was like Spotify many years before Spotify, where you you make a free account and you just add bands that you like, and it creates your own radio station. Mm. So it's very. It was like the grandfather to Spotify. Some people listening might know what it is. Um, I would f- like uh, they would also play a lot of recommended music, even though that sometimes drove me crazy. And that's how I found out about some of their stick songs. Because if you listen gotcha. to like, you know, some bands from the 80s, they say, oh, this band is sort of like you. And they would play, but I would always, I would skip a lot of them. Yeah. So right. there's that. And then the second <laughs> one's for you, uh, oh, okay. also from Mega Ron. Further, which band does Austin dislike that might shock listeners? Ooh. It's a good one. Actually, I'm I'm interested in this question too, because well, we talk like I know the bands that you dislike, but you also mentioned those on the show quite often. Yeah, that's why music. I'm not sure. I mean, well, if us. you have if you haven't listened to the show, I assume it'd be you too. Would be the shocking one. Um, yeah, no, I I think if you listen to the show, that's not shocking. <laughs> it's not shocking at all. No. At all, maybe the least <laughs> shocking thing you've ever said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But if you didn't, maybe that would shock you. I'm not sure. Think of a, think of a big another big band that. I maybe, mean, I don't like a lot of them, so I'm not sure. Okay, well, give give us one. Oh, I'll I tell you if you give give us one, and if I'm shocked by it, 
then you haven't said it before. So just start listing bands you don't like. Oh, um, that are somewhat popular and. Oh, I don't like Bon Jovi. I that's I I kind of knew that, but I don't think you ever talked about that. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Mm, who likes Bruce Springsteen? Unless you're from Jersey. Jersey, so let's, yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. It's almost the same with Jovi, actually. Kind of, yeah. 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 What about Guns um, N' Roses? You like a GNR? I'm indifferent. Yeah. So not yeah. really. Um, yeah. That's like it doesn't. They don't do anything for me. No. no. What about like um, one of the popular metal bands, Metallica? Oh, um, I never really listened. You never really. I feel, about I feel indifferent to them too. Like, like I've taught a couple of their songs. It's the only reason I know anything from Metallica. Okay. What about like a, a Maiden or a Priests or something like that? You like them? Well, I feel. Well, you're indifferent. indifferent. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Like it's it's hard. You know, like it's hard to. There's only a couple of bands I really hate. Right. But I don't know. Maybe they, maybe people are surprised my indifference to them. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like what? Like, so what are the bands that you hate? Let's go there. Well, like, U two, of course. Yeah, we know that. U two. Um, I think. Yeah, U two, Springsteen, um, Bon Jovi. I'm trying to think of the other ones I hate. Like I can't stand well, Journey, of course. Journey, yeah. I don't uh, like Super Journey. Tramp, I can't stand them. You can't put Super Tramp in this. They have two songs, literally two songs. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. I still hate them. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's as many songs as Journey has. No, Journey has way too many radio hits. Way too many. I, I yeah, no, Journey has. That's the and that's the opposite reason why I, I hate Journey because they're always on like the radio or classic rock stations. Mm. I mean, it's not like they have a, a shit ton of music, but they just overplay all of them. Yeah, they're pretty horrible. Yeah, um, they're not good. They're not good. I I would like to listen to a Journey song or an album that didn't get popular and see if there's any difference maybe Appa- i like apparently the first one from what i'm told is it decent or you haven't listened apparently to it? i've right. heard a couple tracks and i was shot well it's because the lead singer's not there oh and it's no more Steve of like Perry? a it's more of like a 70s like hard rock oh he's had like psychedelic that. album almost i'm yeah. like getting into that you yeah. know like and i think that's part of the thing like i don't hate you two um, I don't love them at all, but I don't hate them. But the one thing that always drives me crazy is they've been around for like 40 years and they've never changed their style of music ever. That's true. Ever. Mostly so it's like, what I hate is the smugness. Okay. That's, they're so fucking smug. And they're, they are. They, they butted themselves onto my iPod, which I was not a fan of. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> Apple fucked you over there big time. <laughs> yeah, I was not thrilled. And I remember somebody said like, because I went on a little Twitter tirade and uh, somebody said, you know, people who use Apple products shouldn't be shocked that, you know, Apple can do whatever they want. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not shocked by that. I'm shocked by how poor a taste they have. I remember you telling <laughs> That's me. That's what made me angry. <laughs> I remember you telling me too. You were like, I, my, one of my biggest fears is that people are going to think I'm a YouTube fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if I had, like if I opened my iTunes and they saw you two in there. Yeah, that's your. How that's, would I definitely, that's definitely got to be your least favorite pan, right? Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, like, there. That's not my least favorite music. I just don't like them. I just don't like <laughs> they them. They piss me off. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> I yeah. get it. So though. I don't know I, if any of that was shocking, but maybe, maybe to somebody. And if that's the case, then you did your job. All right. No. Oh boy, this next question. <laughs> oh boy, this comes from our very, very good friend. John from the Wayward Willis podcast. 
Okay. He, he has a knack for asking interesting questions. Yeah. Who was the best Batman? So. Oh, well, Tom doesn't know any of them. Here's the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did. I knew there was a Batman, but I didn't know any of these guys played them. And I don't, I did not understand why there's so many. So this is the list that he gave. Okay. Adam West, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton, mm-hmm. Val Kilmer, George mm-hmm. Clooney. Christian Bale and Ben Affleck. So I'll say this: I'll start off, and then you can actually give a, a, a like a real, a real uh, answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, real. As somebody answer. who's actually seen all those movies. Yeah. yeah, I thought Adam West was a fake character from Family Guy. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, he I, was a real actor. I thought that he was just a thing from Family Guy, and I I loved his character on Family Guy. I did not know he was actually a person. At least a real one. person, yeah. Michael Keaton. Uh, I just rewatched um, The Founder. Uh, so oh, yeah. he was Keaton, good in that. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and obviously everyone knows him most likely from Beetlejuice or I guess maybe Batman. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, but I love Tim Mike- Burton movies, by the way. Oh, interesting. I do, um, I do like Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer. I just watched Tombstone for the first time which I thought was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Val Kilmer was in that as, um, 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 what the fuck? Halliday, Halliday, Holiday, okay. Holiday. Who the fuck remembers the character names from that movie? The movie came out like 20 years ago. I mean, a lot of people remember <laughs> things from past 20 years ago. Austin. <laughs> Didn't Seinfeld come out like 20 years ago? <laughs> I know, but there's only four characters to keep track of. It's a lot easier. There's more than that. There's the soup Nazi. Uh, George well, Clooney. It's hard to forget that name. <laughs> did not know George Clooney was Batman. Had no yeah, idea. It was it was very bad. Okay. Maybe that's why I don't know. Christian Bale. I don't know who that is. And Ben, ben Affleck. I feel like I know the name, but I don't know who that is either. So from this list. Michael Keaton, greatest Batman of all time. All right. Michael Keaton was a good Batman. Um, I know. That's why I picked him. uh, Well, it's certainly not George Clooney. No. Is it really that bad? It's a bad movie. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's it's bad. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Mr. Freeze. Um. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing to see here. <laughs> uh George Clooney played Mr. Freeze. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger played Mr. Freeze. Ar- Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger was Batman? He was- no, he was not Batman. <laughs> but he would have been better as Batman. Than George Clooney. I wow. think so. It would have been more interesting. So who's Adam West? And why haven't you like I don't know? Is, was he a bad Batman or something? Well, Adam West was the jokey Batman in the sixties. The Joker Batman? No, he was. Just, it was the their portrayal of Batman was very um, oh, cartoonish. Cartoonish, yes. Yeah. Okay. But so, not even like the Batman cartoons that we grew up with, because those were actually kind of serious. Like he was just a joke. So he's not the best Batman. Uh, I mean, if you like that style, he definitely is the best because all the other ones would be too serious for you. Okay, okay. But he's like in their show, you know, when they punch somebody, like the big pow would come up on the screen. Oh, okay. And it was like everything was kind of a joke. Okay, I got you. What about Val Kilmer? I I didn't know he was a Batman either. He was Batman in the same movie with uh, Jim Carrey when he played the Riddler. Was that Um, good? That probably, that sounds bad. It was okay. Okay. It was better than the George Clooney one. All right, so you're putting but, uh, George Clooney at the bottom. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay. Yes, so. very much so, yeah. I'm pretty, I think it's Christian Bale, to be honest. Is Christian Bale the Batman from the Dark Knight? Yeah. Okay. 
I I haven't seen The Dark Knight, um, but I kind of just figured that I don't know who Ben Affleck is. How could you not know who Ben Affleck is? I don't know. What other movies has he been in? Oh my god, he was in um, Argo. He was in uh, what's the uh, there's the famous one that he was in that name I can't remember with Robin Williams. There's Dazed and Confused. Oh, I Ch- in that. Chasing Amy, Dogma, Goodwill okay. Hunting. Is that what you're thinking Hunting. about? Goodwill Hunting. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I didn't see that. Armageddon. I think oh, I he saw. was in Gone Girl. He was the husband. Oh, oh, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He wasn't terrible, but the movie was. So it's hard to like. It's well, hard to like a performance are, in a really bad. movie. I guess. I guess I can understand that. So you're going with Christian Bale? I think so. Yeah. All right. I go with Michael Keaton because he's probably the only actor I actually know from this list. He would uh, also be my second choice. Ooh, see, I know yeah. what I'm talking about. Suck it, nerds. Next and final question from Propaganda. How was the interview, by the way? Did you guys have fun? <laughs> we had we had a very good time. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, if Dumb All Over was a TV sitcom, uh, then who would each of you pick to play yourself and your co-host? Wow. <laughs> if it was a sitcom? Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Uh, <clears throat> how did Man. you go? Because actually, I don't know. Oh, that's not fair. Um... Wow, who a TV sitcom? So it's got to be it's got to be somebody who's relatively funny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, David Cross would play you. And who? <laughs> David? David Cross. You don't know who that is? Never heard of him. Okay. He's very funny. He doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> it's, it's, we're he doesn't look anything like me. This It's not a true to life He's got to be able to grow hair, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Fine for you, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, but this makes no fucking sense, right? <laughs> I'd be happy with that. <laughs> Fuck you. That's a good casting. <laughs> David Cross. Oh, man. He looks like a pedophile. <laughs> He looks like a pedophile, man. Come on, pick no. someone else. That's not fair. Oh, uh, well, who the hell else is in a good I'm sitcom? just going to Google comedians because I have no idea. Um, oh, maybe John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah. He doesn't look anything like you either, but he's funny. But well, he, yeah, he has hair. He could pass. Oh, is this? No, I don't know who this is. He, well, his sitcom wasn't very good, but he is funny. Okay. Um. Hmm. Can I be Dave Chappelle? No, you can't be Dave Chappelle. I want to be Dave Chappelle. Your though. humor is nothing like Dave Chappelle. I know. What's my humor like then? What's pick a comedian that's similar to mine, or maybe you just did with this I did. Guy. That was the whole uh, point. Okay. Hey, fucking relax. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, I'm trying to think of someone who like kind of reminds me of your humor. I really don't know. And I do watch comedians. It just oh, you know, it's that guy whose name I can never remember. Yeah, fucking fantastic, Austin. Did he have uh, the face? No, he, he, the... he plays uh, Ron Swanson in Parks and Recreation. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I can never remember his name. Though. He was. I, I remember. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
That's good. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. <laughs> his, his his humor and my humor are very similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. I typed in Ron Swanson on Google, and mm-hmm. I get the first question that pops up is, is Ron Swanson a libertarian? <laughs> he is. He is a libertarian. That's where he and I would differ. The but. fictional character or yeah, Nick Offerman? Char- okay. No, the fictional character. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want Nick Offerman to play. That's true. Yeah, he's playing me. He's we're not. not yeah, Ron we're Swanson, not talking yeah. about Ron Swanson. Okay. And then you pick John Mulaney for me? Yeah, John Mulaney for you. Man. I don't know about that. I just don't, I just don't know who he is. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough about... Or what about... How about this? How about Eric McCormick? Maybe that's better. Oh, my God. Can you pick real people? <laughs> Eric McCormick. Why is my Google search bar all the way off to the right? What the fuck just happened? No, no, who no. the fuck is this? What <laughs> 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 the fuck? Who is this? He's Will from Will and Grace. Oh, Okay. He's funny. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Austin. <laughs> I think John Mulaney was a better pick, but you asked for anybody else. And that's no, no, no. I didn't. No, that's fine. Uh, you pick. It doesn't matter who you, you pick. Yeah, I think John Mulaney is the one I'd settle on. Okay. Uh, I, I don't. Who would you want to play yourself? I would want. Brian Cranston. <laughs> okay. Fair. Well, hey, it's your choice. I, I want Brian that's, Cranston to play me. That's fair. Uh, and I want um, Brian Cranston. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. Okay. I mean, he was great, Malcolm in the Middle. But there's there is somebody that I don't see the two people, of you as anything alike. There's somebody. Everybody tells me I they remind I remind them of this one actor. I don't know if he's a comedian or not, but I can't think of the name. Okay. Uh, as far as looks go, I guess I would have to pick him, but I can't remember. I like your picks better. Yeah. You know more about this shit than I do. I I can't think of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I really can't. All the actors I'm thinking about are old. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know any modern actors at all. So, all right. Well, there's that. Um, okay. Listen, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple things uh, while we're on Twitter time. They're not questions, but uh, Hannah, HPRIB012, our good friend Hannah, she had mentioned uh, two things. One, that we should do uh, Patreon or Patreon only shows of us rambling while high. Oh, which I'm down for that. I think is a fun idea. I yeah, love I that. Like that. I like that. Uh, people seem to like the 420 episode. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. And then and I got to reuse System of a Doubt, which was one of my favorite. Yes, titles. yes, you did. Uh, and then she also mentioned, pretty sure an American Americano is just espresso and water. Uh, I think you an Americano is yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. Uh, and then Joe Steo, our good buddy, Soda Wada Wada 333. Uh, <laughs> f- we, ha- we gave him a bunch of bands to work with, Shit, yeah, <laughs> almost as if we anticipated that we were going to miss a week. Sorry about that. Um, and here are the bands, okay? Gotcha. Rand Paul's Drag Race, Sammy Hagar cover band. <laughs> Super okay. Rich, Rick James. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. The Outsider in the Closet. R. Kelly. <laughs> you know what? That's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Uh, kind of fucking hilarious. Less than Jake. Okay. And uh, half calf 
soy americano <laughs> definitely an austin cover band. that was <laughs> my my pay my pie may pay m-a-p-e-i oh yeah i'm not sure how to pronounce that i don't know joe picked the fake bin <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not sure if that counts <laughs> i think yeah uh, i'm ruling that it counts well he also he took he used the hashtag fuck you guys when uh when he realized that we gave him all those bands. I think that's fair. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah. really, we really challenged. We did. We did. We did. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that's it for Twitter time. I don't think I got anything else here. I have to say my, my cover band names haven't been as good in the show as they have been. On uh, streams. Yeah. I when know. you guys, when you guys play. Uh, RuneScape, yeah, just yeah. so many cover band names. <laughs> We've been coming up with a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird because <laughs> all of those ridiculous things that they mm-hmm. named the stuff in that game mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. just lends itself to cover bands. So I just will. I just uh, opened up the trends. This is related to Twitter, right? And, uh, and yeah, it is <laughs> at the time that we are recording. It is five seven two thousand nineteen May mm-hmm. seventh. Okay, the uh, some of the, the the things that are trending. <laughs> Hashtag lock Mnuchin up. I and like that. Underneath that is Jill Biden. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Why Jill Biden? Oh yeah, because she's like Jill Biden said it's time yeah. to move on from the Anita Hill controversy. Yeah, I like how <laughs> I like how the people who did the wrong thing get to tell you when it's time to move on. <laughs> Yeah, I wish everything was like that, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm late for work, right? It's time to move on from when I was late for work this morning. <laughs> right? I mean, it seems very simple, and I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. That would be awesome. That would be that so power. good. Oh well, my God. I mean, you don't have to worry about that anymore. No, I don't. But. You can't be late for your own job. Well, no, maybe you can. because it just constantly happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, end Twitter time and uh, take a quick break, not break, uh, and we'll be back with our fun thoughts. Sounds good. And we're back. <laughs> and so ends. Our short, in my case, dumb show. Yeah. Still a big dumb show, though. It is, yeah. I think, yeah, I can't remember how long the interview is, but it's it's sizable. Nice. Good, good, good. Uh, Austin, what are your final thoughts? Uh, Well, of course, I want to thank Stephen for coming back on the show again. It was a fun interview. Had a great time. Yeah. (laughs) Tom is the quietest he's ever been in his life. (laughs) I uh, had audio issues. Didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't record. I was there though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was there in spirit. In spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I died just, uh, and I haunted the interview. I was there listening uh, to everything that happened in England. England's still shitty. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't have to listen to the show to know that. <laughs> yeah, well, wait, yeah. Wait till you hear. Uh, I'm, I will. I will listen to that one. I will. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was going to say other stuff about, but I don't want to give away what we talked about because Tom hasn't heard it yet. So oh. I will let Tom listen. What is this, yeah. Game of Thrones? Who the fuck yes, cares? Game of Thrones, <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that yeah. might be a more shocking um, 
thing than the bands I don't like is that Game of Thrones, not a huge fan. Ah, ooh, opening up questions for the next Twitter time next yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I can't get into it. I don't hate yeah. it. I'm not like those people, like those people annoy me too, that people have to go on Facebook and be like, what's Game of Thrones? Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know what it is. For me, I, I, I haven't tried that show yet. So much like, much like drugs, every, I probably will try. Um, <laughs> much like every show that's ever been made, Tom <laughs> hasn't tried it yet. <laughs> but I will say that uh, in a shocking thing, I do not like The Walking Dead at all. I've, no, I, I don't have, think that's shocking. As a matter of fact, I think that's pretty much the um, universal opinion now. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's a show that's gone on far too long. A lot of shows are like that. Honestly, yeah, but this one specifically. I mean, the just the premise is so flimsy. Like, how long can you watch people just mm. kill zombies? And the storylines aren't that interesting. I did. I, I know this is very late, but I thought of an actor that I want playing me. <laughs> okay, sure, uh, whatever. Do you, do you did you watch New Girl? I'm aware of the show. Yeah. Okay, uh, there was a character on there uh, played by. Uh, I should probably get his name. But he was also in one of the Jurassic Worlds. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I like actually, him. Actually, that would be good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like him. Let me find the name quick. And He was also in uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. He's very good in that. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. It's it's a good movie. Jake Johnson? Yeah, Jake Johnson. That's it, yeah. yeah. He looks a That's little a bit like you. me. Yeah. And I do think his comedy style is very similar. That's yeah. That's nice. That's a, that's so, a deep dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah not with somebody I would have thought of yeah, off the top yeah. of my head, but yeah. I'll tell you, I, I and I actually like New Girl. It was a pretty good show for the first couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what going on? I'm gonna have Jason Alexander play you. That's that's who it's gonna be. All right, hold on. I don't know who that is. Jason. Wait till he sees who it is. He's gonna be so mad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Stop. I don't want any Seinfeld people playing me. Oh. <laughs> Although he is in the news because apparently he fought with Ted Cruz online, which is kind of funny. And what are you talking about? You said you wanted Brian Cranston to play you. I said no Seinfeld. He was he was the dentist. Stop. That doesn't count. It doesn't count if he's in for one episode. <laughs> no, he was in like four seasons. All right, four episodes. Very good. Mm, he was in more than four episodes. No, he wasn't. He was Tim Watley. Stop. Yeah, he Stop. converted to Judaism purely for the jokes. Okay. It didn't happen. <laughs> it did No, it didn't. It didn't. It did. No, no. No proof. There's no witnesses. As a matter of fact, nope, when he no was one. in that show, he looked more like you. No. No. No, yeah, he did. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look up his filmography right now. Okay, I'm telling you, he wasn't in television uh, in that in that regard. I'm telling you, he I'm was. telling you. I know he was. No, he's, he's five episodes, Austin. Five episodes from 1994 to 1997. That doesn't count. It I'm counts. sorry. No, it, it, doesn't. it doesn't. It totally doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no. It counts. No, no. Mewtwo made more appearances on Pokemon than he made on fucking Seinfeld. Mewtwo is in Pokemon? Mewtwo. <laughs> don't fight me on Pokemon. <laughs> actually, I Nobody's going to fight you on I actually Pokemon. don't even think Mewtwo was in that many episodes, so I'm before I piss off any Pokemon fans listening, I should probably Obviously, Mewtwo is the U2 cover band. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> 
Come on, it's too perfect. Mewtwo is the Mew cover band because there's a Mew as well as a Mewtwo. Is there? Yeah. That's why okay. it's Mewtwo. It's like Mew the second. So <sighs> it's Mewtwo. That's really dumb. No, you're really dumb. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what are your final the... thoughts, Austin? I don't want to hear your fucking <laughs> opinions anymore. <laughs> but my final thought is that my opinions reign supreme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Trump. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're so right. So right. By the way, have fun trying to get my tax returns. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get them. Not going to happen. Yeah. We're going to get them. We're going to get gonna them. Happen. Not going to happen. Um, we're going to put them in this shoebox underneath okay. my bed. Listen, listen, we'll talk about this. This is coming up <laughs> soon for us. Okay. <laughs> Anything Nobody's else? Get them. <laughs> Anything else? Austin? Nope. nope. That's all. Nothing. Nothing. No. Wow. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Stephen, for coming on the show. I'm glad to have been there. Uh, <laughs> all right. So in his way. So the thing is, we had everything planned out, um, and then I forgot how the first the first thing happened. Uh, was it was it you? You had to go no, back to the were, city. You were the first one. Was I? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's right. So I had to cancel because of war. No, work was the second one. I forgot what the first one was, but we <laughs> had everything Steven. planned, um, and, and then plans backfired. So we canceled for the next day, and then Austin had to run home quick. He was in Pennsylvania, and he had to go back home to New York. So we had to cancel then, and then we rescheduled for a few days later, and then I had to pull a double at work, and I was like, no, just record it, please. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Yeah, we couldn't push Steven back anymore. No, so that's why... Because we still wanted to get another episode out this week, so we we still might. So if you're listening to this in a couple of days, you might hear another episode, depending <laughs> on I don't know. We'll, we'll, Austin, I have to figure that shit out. But there's a lot that's happening, so we got to record an episode soon. Mm, that's <laughs> oh, true. There's a lot happening. There's quite country. a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we missed a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I don't have any final thoughts because I wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) You could have final thoughts about Twitter time, I suppose. I could, but more impressively, how creepy has my room gotten since we started recording? Like, I know it's like you're in like a a vortex. I know it's so fucking dark in here. (laughs) It's only 622. What the fuck happened? (laughs) Well, I think your camera is fixating on the curtains you've pulled down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the curtains totally fell. <laughs> I was trying to get some light in here and it just fell. <laughs> Let there be light. <laughs> and apparently, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Home Depot bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lowe's. I prefer to go to Lowe's. Yeah. Everybody should because the guy who owns Home Depot is an asshole. Well,. If you go to OpenSecrets.org, you realize that the Lowe's contributes money to both Republicans and Democrats, and so does Home Depot. But uh, Home Depot is far more right wing. So oh, yeah, the guy who owns Home Depot is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So if I have to pick between the two, I'm going to pick Lowe's, but I'd rather pick neither because both of those stores are just fucking terrible. They're terrible. I, I you know what's them. crazy is like in my neighborhood in New York, there actually are. Like locally owned hardware shops. We have them up here where I moved. There's a bunch. Oh yeah, that's here. right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, but I don't want to support these people either. <laughs> I'm being completely honest with you. The one right down the road has a Trump sign. It's old, so it's been there for a little while. I'm like, like I'm I imagine not... the guy who owns it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
Oh my god. I was afraid to open <laughs> He's the door. Olden, has been there for a while. <laughs> I was afraid to open the door too quickly. My fucking poof into dust. It's pretty it was pretty old. He was it was decrepit. Um fucking deplorables. <laughs> Hate him. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to give them my money either. So I don't No, I think that's fair. Yeah, so I'm I'm just uh I just gotta move. Mm, like yeah. to Canada. Yeah. I'm th- I'm thinking about going to Canada again. I'm, I'm bringing back my Canadian uh fascination. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So if anyone is listening and you're from Canada, shoot me some or go to our uh, Twitter page at Domolobod and uh, give me some information on 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 Canada. I'm interested. I'm Meanwhile, interested. while you do that, I'm going to negotiate with Stephen see if I can move to uh London, maybe. Why? Why? They're, <laughs> they're no better position than we are right now. <laughs> uh, excuse me? They they're, have universal uh, health care? For now! For now! We'll <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> no, they're not going to get rid of that. That country is not the best right now. I, I, I want to go to... Alright. I want to go to a country that is just fucking quiet and does nothing. They don't invade. They don't talk to other countries. They just do their own Canadian thing. Very friendly to each other. Make, I think make you're talking about Denmark. Make, yeah, well, I don't speak Denmarkanese, so I can't, <laughs> I can't wow, go to Denmark. Offensive. <laughs> well, they're a shithole country, so it's fair. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I saw I saw a map of the most and least corrupt countries. There, it was like a, a bar, and there was a shade of color, and mm. they are the least corrupt country in the world. And there was there was like um, like how they got there uh, criteria, but they were the least corrupt. Number two was Canada, so I was like, hey, oh, <laughs> surprising. <laughs> and then number three was like Sweden or Finland. I'm like, ah, what a I wonder, shocker! I wonder if that's still true of Canada because I know. Uh, Trudeau is facing a corruption scandal. It was like, this was 2016, the map. So probably pre-scandal. But okay. still, I think overall, it's probably still up there as mm. one of the least corrupt. And there was other criteria. It wasn't just government either. It was gotcha. a lot of business stuff too. So yeah. All right. Okay. Well, this Canada. Sounds fair. Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. That's all I know of that theme, that theme song. So, <laughs> okay. N- national anthems are just theme songs. They really are. They, yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 And ours involves the word bomb. Surprising anybody? No. No. And then if you go to like the later um, verses, mm-hmm. they're really racist. Yeah, very. Also, I don't know. It if really does it. capture America. <laughs> it, it really does. Also, uh, Austin, I don't know. If I've said this recently, but fuck Jerusalem. If Jerusalem didn't exist, according to Joe Biden, we would have had to create one. Did you see that? Mm. And that's the other reason why I'm. I'm I said uh, fuck one you, of Jerusalem. his many gaffes. Yeah, well, the one that we'll talk about when we do our next episode, uh, him praising Dick Cheney. That one. That one got me erect. <laughs> Anyway, let's not go into that today. We'll oh, save that for next God. time. Let's not go into that ever. <laughs> yeah, wait until I stand up, Austin. Woo. No. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed Austin and Steven's show today. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back, Austin and I, soon. Soon. Very soon. Because <laughs> we got to get more episodes. <laughs> yep. 
to talk about some shit <laughs> that's happening in our country. All right. I'm rambling. Oh, yeah, you are. All right. So yeah. pre-recorded time, you can take it from me. That's my line. <laughs> I know, but you weren't saying it and somebody had to. <laughs> pre-recorded time. Take it from me. It's too late now. <laughs> Fucked. Once again, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Spreaker.com forward slash Pod. We're also available on iTunes. Just look up Pod. We are on all the social medias, starting with Twitter, at Pod, Facebook, at Pod, and of course, there's Instagram. And you guessed it, it's at Pod. We are also uh, on Patreon, so check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash pod. And if you're interested in buying some merch with uh, some special logos, you can check that out at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash pod. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Trust me. I'm like a smart person. Oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you.